Me from the Urology Center of Iowa. The Cubs are now tied with the Marlins for the final wild card spot in the National League. They send Marcus Stroman to the mound for their series finale in Atlanta tonight. Asked what he sees on tape from the Jets' offense, Chief linebacker Willie Gay said, quote, a team that wants to run the ball. Chiefs will face the Jets Sunday night. Week four in the NFL kicks off tonight with the Packers hosting the Lions. Green Bay is expected to get Aaron Jones and Christian Watson back in the lineup. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Thursday, Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. And it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. And on bottom of the hour, Brent Bloom, who runs the We Will NIL. Uh, he will join us uh, at 1230. Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway before we get out of here at 1 o'clock. As promised, going to do a little Ryder Cup, a little Michigan State, Iowa. He's a Michigan State alum. His day job is covering golf, uh, golfdigest.com. We'll get to that in a second, Matt Rudy. Good to talk to you, as always. Uh, let, let's, guys, I guess, uh, start with Sparty. It has not gone well. It's been one of those seasons <laughs> that, you know, your head coach, he was fired yesterday officially. Um the kids, I guess, now that it's official, have 30 days. If they want to transfer, they can with no penalty, like right now. It's just one of those years that as a sports fan, you wait for college football for so long, and then for it to go like this, uh, you're not having any fun, are you? I'm not. Well, I'll qualify that because I, I did want to announce I am one of the finalists oh. to replace Mel Tucker. Good. So uh, that, that um, I'm hoping to get an, uh, an $85 million contract. And, Jesus. and I think I can uphold the standards of Sparty a little bit better, number one. But in my house, my wife is uh, is a CU person. So uh-huh. we've been having some of the Coach Prime excitement every weekend in our house. So that's kind of made up for it. I, I will say that my three daughters all are wearing Coach Prime sweatshirts now. Michigan State has faded pretty far into <laughs> second place in my house. It's it's tough, and I think in the modern, uh, the, the way modern college athletics happens now, these kinds of things, I mean, just look at Colorado. It's a great example. I mean, they've been in the, the doldrums for a decade, mm-hmm. and they make an out-of-the-box hire that has the right kind of excitement and they rejuvenate the team just in a matter of months and it can go that way and it can go the other way really fast if you if you make wrong decisions i guess the the only encouraging thing is if you're willing to spend enough money which the spartans are um i think you can change things really quickly that's got to be frustrating for you guys there because there's great stability in iowa but not a lot of excitement, That's so true. that must be an interesting, an interesting conundrum to be in. Fair point, and it's uh, a lot of back and forth between the two sides, wanting more or yep. knowing the last time they went more with a major sport with Dr. Tom Davis, they took another step. It was a step down, though, and that program really bottomed out. But, but Alfred out. said it's going to take a, a step up. Well, he lied. Yeah, he did. And that was not the only thing he lied about. <laughs> yeah. That aside, Rudy, uh, one other thing, you know, Mel Tucker, great start. Had Kenneth Walker Jr. running all over the place, mm-hmm. and oh boy, got to keep him. LSU's coming calling, other programs coming calling. Ultimately, this is a good thing, right? This program was not heading in the direction people thought it was going to, what, less than two years ago? Well, I have to say, and it, it, there's a great golf segue to that. The reality now 
is, I mean, if you look at what Coach Prime is doing, you have to be able to negotiate what happens on the field and negotiate the transfer portal and name image likeness. All these different things go into running a successful program. And if you can't manage all those things, any of those pieces, the on the field part, the off the field part, the personality part, the, you know, getting, I mean, you're, you're getting high, highly paid. You know, these are basically professionals now that are coming in to play, to play football. And if you don't know how to attract those kinds of players and to do that, you're going to struggle. And I don't think that's any different than what you're seeing in, in professional golf when you see the way, you know, Ludwig Aberg is, is navigating becoming a professional and navigating the world of live and, you know, all the money that could be potentially out there as a young player, you have to be able to play. And, and Hovland is another great example. You have to be able to play on the course, but also understand that when you're 23 or 24 years old, fully maximizing the dollar part might not be the first priority at that point here. And, and, and you know, kind of philosophically to, to, uh, you know, to build your career and to be able to do that and to, and to get rid of the distractions and just keep sort of methodically building your game. I think they're looking at the long-term view and they say, you know, if I can be a competitive player and, and, and build my skills, this is something I'm going to be doing for 30, 30, 40 years. So the, so the long-term play is different. Obviously football is a different animal and that it could be all over. I mean, look at Nick Chubb. Yeah. I mean, the difference between Nick Chubb's outlook right now and in two weeks ago or Aaron Rodgers, you know, that's a different thing. But it's uh, it just shows that you always have to be adapting and updating your skills as a leader in these sports because the, the parameters are changing all the time. Matt Rudy from Golf Digest is uh, joining us. Well, let's get to golf. And, Matt, it's always been my theory, um, and, and this isn't uh, a Canadian making an excuse for the Americans. when they, I don't care who wins. Um, but it's, I've, it's always struck me that it meant more to the Europeans to win this event over the years. Is that still the case, do you think? Well, I mean, I think in some cases, yes. But I think if you look at the teams now, the vast majority of European players are playing PGA Tour golf. You know, these are these are players that you know, John Rahm sees Scotty Scheffler every week. I mean, there, there's not a, a huge difference. I mean, I think you could say culturally, you know, if you grew up, if you're Tommy Fleetwood and you grew up in the U.K. or if you're Victor Hovland and you grew up in Norway and you, you, and you watched those tight-knit European teams, you might have bonded with that as a fan in a different way than an American player might. Um, and I think it makes for a good story. I think what the Europeans have been able to do, I think that they, their, their structure and their captains have done a good job uniting the players in a difficult, you know, it's difficult to get a bunch of, you know, individualist players who've played their whole life you know, on their own to, to to merge with the idea of being on a team. I, I did a big cover story with Brooks Kepka a couple of years ago, where and, and I, I remember talking to you guys about it on your show, where he trashed the Ryder Cup and said, "Hey, man, I did my job." And it's you know, it's it's hard to to separate what you do personally and fulfilling your responsibility of hitting shots. You know, and 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 go back to sort of the team concept where you say. It is about me hitting shots, but it's also about supporting the teammate and, and, and making 
you know, and having an attitude that fits in the team room. It's not a surprise that someone like Bryson DeChambeau, who's not on the PJ Tour anymore and is playing pretty good golf, wasn't necessarily a captain's pick. Not not so much because of what he could do with golf clubs, but how he would fit in the team room, both as someone who's not hugely popular and somebody who decided to take the live money. So I, th- I think when there's lots of good players, how you can fit in the room is just as big a deal as how you hit the ball. Fair point. Absolutely. The start here with alternate shot, something that hasn't happened in 30 years since the last time that TBUSA won on European soil. Last time that happened. What do you uh, take with Luke Donald in that decision? Uh, I think he, there's a lot of analytics that go into this. Okay. And they, mm. I, I think they I think they measure and they say, all right, our, our, you know, our, our team and our setup, which kind of format do we, you know, do we think we would thrive in? And it doesn't guarantee anything, but I think it just gives you the, the best chance. I think it's like scripting the plays, you know, scripting the first 20 plays in an NFL game or a college game. And I think you're trying to just give yourself the best shot to come out of the gate. So, um, I mean, that's, I think it is what it is. What it really comes down to is if Scotty Scheffler plays like Scotty Scheffler and putts like Scotty Scheffler two years ago, then hmm. whatever format you want to talk about, he's going to he's going to play well. If Victor Hovland plays like he did in the FedEx Cup playoffs, and Ludwig Eber hits his driver like he can, I mean that's a formidable team in any format. So um, I I think. There's lots of hills. I don't know if you're going to play five, play all five matches. So I think it's as much about managing people's physical well that they need to go to as as it is you know, getting them in formats that that they can thrive in. It's, it's not a big surprise to me that you're not going to see um, you're, you're not going to see Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth in the first go-around, Justin Thomas, I don't think, is playing well enough um, to necessarily justify being leaned on in every match, especially early. So I think you should be ready for lots of players sitting that you weren't necessarily expecting to sit. And for it, you know, this is, I think this is going to be a slow-developing test game versus, you know, like a, the the Bills Miami Dolphins game to see this weekend where the players are running up and down the field. Uh, we're having trouble with your cell phone, Matt. We'll let you go on this. Uh, who who do you think wins the event? Is I, I think the Euros are now a slight favorite yeah. after the U.S. opened up as what were they, Trent? Plus one forty is what I got them about a month and a half ago. Uh, who wins it, Matt? Uh, I think it's a pick 'em. Yep. Um, but I think it. I think the American team is is deeper, and I and I think there's a lot of players that are playing well all along the American side, so I'm putting my money on the American. All right, your cell phone's working again, so one more question. How much pressure on Zach Johnson? <laughs> where can Zach Johnson mess up this weekend? Uh, where can he mess up? I, I think the... If he, it, it, it appears to me like he's getting out of the way, and he's... And he's there, there's analytics that are help, helping making the pairings, but but the, the players... The, the, the thing he did with picking players, he picked Sam Burns because Sam Burns is Scotty Scheffler's best friend. Mm. So... He, you know, he's, put, he's putting players together that are friends and like and like to play w- with each other, and I think the responsibility there falls on the players to now do what they're supposed to do. So I, I think the, the way he could have messed it up was to get too cute with the captain's choices and, and, and pick players that wouldn't necessarily fit in the room. So I think he already 
avoided the biggest ditch that he could have uh, steered himself into. Good stuff. Uh, hopefully your schedule will allow. We're going to have a, a tight window, a short window on Monday to recap it with you. I'll reach out over the weekend. Thank you, Matt Rudy. You Appreciate it as always. Good to talk to you. Golf Digest, Matt Rudy, as we check in on the Ryder Cup. So we'll pick them to him, pick them in the odds. Mm -hmm. You've already picked them. You've picked against them. Well, I got good closing line value, right? How many times have I had good closing line value this month as things have gone awry? (laughs) We always say, boy, what great value. It's only value if you win. Right. 35 to 1. I I beat the closing line. Yeah. Yeah, and you still lost your bet. Right. (laughs) At the end of the day, it's money out of your account. Right. And how much will you watch? Obviously, time-wise, it's not ideal. Saturday right. morning, Sunday morning, a little bit. Yeah, probably a little bit. I'll flip it on. Uh-huh. I mean, what's the what's the uh, game day? Doesn't no. Where have, are, where is game day? It is at Duke. Oh, that's right. They're finally going to cross yeah. that one out. All right, so I'll watch some of that. Oh, Ten minutes. That's yeah, enough. right. Watch, of course, we'll put the hat on. Yeah, of course. Um, and then Sunday, there's the NFL game. I know Jack's excited about So what I didn't realize, and you, you told me this this morning, um, I, I just thought that you know they throw a little green on the screen like they've done in previous years. With the Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but this is entirely different. This is CGI. Which, what is, what is CGI? It is when you're watching a movie that is all special effects. Okay. The superhero. It's not really a guy flying, right? It's CGI. Wait, wait a second, it's not? <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's what CGI It's special effects. Okay. It is computerized special effects. So the play will run, let's say, what, whatever. Trevor uh, Lawrence t- throws a touchdown to Christian Kirk. Okay, good. On that play, you will not see Trevor Lawrence. You will see this caricature of him throwing the touchdown that looks like a cartoon and the pass to Christian Kirk. All happening Instantly. In re- happening in real time. That's what they say. I, wow. I'm just... I want to see the technology. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a four-year-old that loves Toy Story, I'd still probably want to watch this. I just want to see and what, what channel it looks is this like. on? This is on Disney Plus, so it's not on a channel, right? Right, just like the game is on ESPN right, Plus, right? Not on a channel. This is on Disney Plus. So with my ESPN Plus, do I get Disney Plus? Did you bundle it together? No, probably not. No, why would I ever watch Disney? <laughs> well, a lot of times those bundles all come together. Do they? Yeah. Okay. And that's the way, like, ours is actually through Verizon. We get ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu, I think. Okay. And those three are together, and instead of the each one of them being nine ninety nine, fifteen ninety nine, all together, and I think it's like 17 bucks, okay. something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, we get it. Obviously, Disney Plus is the one that's used the most with the kids. I got ESPN Plus, and then the wife uses Hulu. It actually works out pretty well. Mm, get your money's worth. Yes, Absolutely. For that price, even that we still pay for a direct TV on top of it, but that's a different conversation. Yeah. The uh I just want to see what it looks like. How is it glitchy? Is it you have to figure though, this is Disney putting this out, right? This isn't some rinky dink operation. Mm, no. There's gonna be some kind of investment. I'm sure you'll see it come across your Twitter timeline. I'm sure, yeah. 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 I think it'll be cool. And explaining to Jack what this is, he's playing flag football now over at the Recplex. Did you did you get him a uniform to fit him this year? Well, it hung to his ankles last year. Remember, he's about a head shorter than everybody else. Right, that is other four year olds. There are some behemoths on his team. Is that right? He is not there. Jersey's still quite big. Yeah. It maybe goes to the middle of the shin now. So right. we're getting a little bit better. All we're right. getting there, but. He's playing football. He's excited for it. We'll see how it looks. And he loves Toy Story. I mean, what a combination. Hopefully yeah. this is this is the hook we need to really get him into football. Wouldn't that be something if that's what it takes? Um, and that's 8.30 on Sunday morning. Do you have a lean in that game? No. 
Jacksonville has not for being the prohibitive week. favorite in the AFC South. Right. They look terrible. They have. So who told us who was it yesterday? Was it Holtis? I think it was Mitch who said, look at the Chiefs opponent the following week. Normally they come out and lay an egg because they put everything they possibly can do to mm-hmm. beat the Chiefs. Chiefs played the Jags. Jags gave it their best shot, come up second best. Jacksonville last week, an mm-hmm. overwhelming favorite, got beat outright. Um, hmm. Holtis admitted he didn't have the you know the, the data in front of him, but he said he senses that it's a trend. If you play the Chiefs the following week, look for a little regression. Interesting angle to look I at. I can this buy week, it, yeah. though, right? Because you get up for... Maybe the Bears will be flat this weekend, <laughs> right? Who is the uh, backup in Atlanta behind Ritter? Because um, Ritter is no, not it's not Mariota anymore. I, right. I know this. It's uh, it's a veteran. It's a veteran. Um, good God, help me out. Falcons depth chart because I thought we'd see more at this point from him. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. I liked him in Washington. I did too. Yep. If it goes awry. How deep into the season do they have? They're, they're two and one. I mean, it's, it's not at this point. And, and Ritter was, what, a third-round pick or a second? I think a third-round pick. He, I'm pretty sure he's Round the, three, yep, yep, pick 74. So early in the third round. You don't have a ton invested. Nope. Heineke's not bad. No, he's not. Heineke's not And look, Atlanta's bad. got a chance to win that division, I think. Atlanta, after this one. They do not have a bye week. They're not taking the Europe bye. Oh, really? Afterwards, okay. no. Their bye doesn't come until week eleven. Okay. Home for the Texans, tougher than you think. Yeah. Home for Washington, tough. But they easily could win all three of these games. Yeah. They're five and one, and Desmond Ritter starts to figure it out. There's just too many weapons on that team for mm-hmm. him to look as pedestrian as he is. I have no feel in this game. I've liked some things I've seen from Jacksonville. I've hated a lot. I've liked some things I've seen from Atlanta. I've hated plenty too. It just this is that ultimate. Just lay back and watch it. Well, right? the only bet that I made on football, other than um, my exactas, my Super Bowl exactas, mm-hmm. and I had a couple of um, uh, you know futures, was Atlanta to win the South. Okay, that, I, I, I don't better th- two to one. It was three to one. It was like three. Oh, wow. Was it two sixty or three sixty? Um, that was the only play that I made. We'll see. They're in good shape. I think so. Yeah. They, they gotta use, I mean, get Kyle Pitts involved, Trent. He's like an Iowa f- receiver. Look at this schedule they have, speaking of Atlanta before the bye. Jacksonville, obviously, Sunday. Yeah. Home for Houston. Home for Washington. At Tampa. At Tennessee. Home for the Vikings. At Arizona. There's a lot of wins. There's a lot of wins. And even when they come back from the bye. Okay. Home for the Saints. Huge game. Huge, Probably have to yep, win it. For the division, yeah. At the Jets. Okay. Home for Tampa. Oh, boy. At Carolina. Oh, God. Colts. At the Bears. And New Orleans on the road to finish up. That's an ugly schedule. They but might win is, 12 games. They could. They, they easily could be 12-5 and five and get and, bounced in the first round. And get, yeah, could, but host. Now i got to do a little investing. i, I got to look a little. This schedule is a joke. Goodness gracious. Uh, it's 1225. Brent Bloom is going to join us next. He runs the We Will Collective. Uh, we will talk to Bloomy next, see how it's going there. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 106.3. Your side. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400 400- 3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt free football watching weekend after your vasectomy at wolfproofing.net. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your podcast. your podcast. Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate, help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care of it for you. Call 515-225-225. 8866 for a free estimate or go online. You may know Exile Brewing Company, for I was number one lager, Ruthie. Exile Brewing Company also brings you Swarm Golden Ale, where 20% of the revenue is donated to the Iowa Swarm Collective, helping Iowa student-athletes. And the Swarm Collective compete in today's college environment. 20% of the revenue from sales of Swarm Golden Ale goes back to the Swarm Collective and to Hawkeye student-athletes. Exile Brewing Company. Enjoy. Hillary Condon, welcome back. Sounds like a win. It does. It does sound like a win. My my wife's favorite part about sports. Oh, yeah. Is this song. Yeah. When they play it at Jack Trice. I don't know why, but it is. Anyways, uh, let's get Brent Bloom in here. He runs the We Will Collective uh, for Iowa State. By the way, did you just see what uh, the the Minneapolis Star Tribune uh, headlines were uh, from today? P.J. Fleck. Yeah, Phil Fleck. Your your buddy, Phil Fleck. Gophers need more NIL money or they'll lose more players to the transfer portal and will become a AAA ball club for somebody else. Yeah, I heard those comments yesterday from Phil and not a great look after you blow a 21-point lead to an awful Northwestern team. That's not NIL. 
That's bad coaching, Phil. Yeah. How about a little accountability, boy? His premise is kind of right, though, although it is a Big Ten team. He might end up up in East Lansing. He could. We'll see where that goes. Uh, Brent Bloom joins us. Brent, Trent, and Ken, uh, weird, weird times we're in 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 college athletics. You're a big part of it, and good to talk to you. And full disclosure, uh, Brent, uh, and I told Trent this earlier, this is going to sound like an infomercial because I've never taken a side in anything when it comes to Iowa, Iowa State, uh, like I am in this one. And if it happens to Iowa that their athletic department decides to go into competition, I will come out with the swarm and we'll do a segment on the swarm each and every day. It just drives me nuts, Brent. I'm sure it does you. you you're a professional. You don't have to go down uh, the path that I'm going to here. But I, I can't think of another athletic department that is in direct competition with trying to put my Money in players' pocket. It drives me up a freaking wall. Well, hey, I, I appreciate your perspective. Iowa State's been very helpful with a lot of things. And honestly, you know, the beer thing, it, it is what it is. I mean, Iowa State, you know, through Learfield has um, has its own obligations that it's trying to meet. And so having a beer partner for them was a way to, to get some sponsorship dollars. That honestly does help Iowa State Athletics Program, too. Um, is it frustrating on a confusion side yeah because i think a lot of people do not realize that ames lager is the only iowa state beer that actually helps nil um part of that's our fault for not not explaining that but yeah it, it can be confusing when uh, two of the athletic department beers um are both out there and neither go to right. the collective but on the good thing okay a lot of people may not know this the, on the vodka side the iowa state vodka does help the collective so we've actually collaborated with iowa state athletics on that front um, they asked us, and I'll be just completely transparent, they asked us if we wanted to collaborate on a beer as well, and, and we chose not to just because we wanted our own identity, and honestly, yep. the, the the economics of it made more sense if we were on our own. So um, it wasn't for a lack of, it's like they're trying to you know, cut us off or anything, but um, they have their goals that they need to meet, and we have ours as well. And um, So yeah, it's, we're, we're doing okay, and the good news is um, it's still hard to find the Ames Lager, so it's not like there's a just a, a mass supply that people aren't drinking. They're drinking what's available. Well, maybe they can spend some money on game day staff to get people in the building before the game on, a, on a, an appropriate time. Uh, just real quick on one more, and I'll move on. Uh, I'll get off this little tangent I'm on. I saw something, because when I was working with Heather and we were at the George Niang Golf Event, the Sukhope Center, um, it, you had mentioned that there's going that they're going to pour... Yeah. Ames Lager at the uh, in the end zone club is that what they call it the Sleepco End Zone Center? Yep. yep. Um, and maybe that's not the case, Brent. That all, only the Iowa State Athletic Department beer is available. Did they pull the rug out from underneath you, or is that bad information? No. So I think I think the goal is to eventually have it in there. Honestly, guys, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm not sure if um, the capacity has been there to have it in there because people have been buying it so fast. Mm. They may not have saved enough for the end zone club. So again, I don't. It's, I don't know if that's an Iowa State deal or or whatever the case. What I do know is everybody's been buying enough beer that it's making a huge impact. Whether it's at Sukup or at your local grocery store, and yeah, would I love it that be in Jack Trice Stadium? I, I was told that they're going to try and get it in there. Yep. Um, but I have not seen it in there quite yet. So maybe it's coming. Yeah, I remember you telling us that uh, when again that uh, when I was working with Heather, and I thought, wow, that's yep. good mm-hmm. that they're trying to work with you. And then last week, I found out that they're not. So, anyways, Ames yeah, Lager. I think the goal the goal is to have Ames Lager in there at some point, uh, either good. there and then uh, hopefully this this winter in Johnny's. That part of that is on on us to increase capacity to make enough available for everybody. With the month now that it's been underway with Ames Lager, 
we've seen on the other side the release of the numbers. Will we get a similar type of release, how much money is being invested in, how much money you guys are collected on the collective side of things from the sales of Ames Lager? Yeah, for sure. So we are so we kind of have a combo effort with West O. So kind of the unique thing for us is because it's a separate brand, we've also been able to sell some T-shirts and some other merchandise as well. So we released that thing on August 20th. So we'll have probably a number once we get through September to kind of know that what that first six-week period is. Uh, but what I can tell you is um, they can't keep it on the shelves, and they're actually going to be doubling capacity here in the next week. Wow. Um, they added three fermenters up in, in Milford uh, to increase the production, hmm. and they're actually increasing their footprint as well up in Okaboji. They're adding out of their building, in large part thanks to wow. his logger and, and the huge demand. So uh, what I would say is with the, that initial number will only get bigger as they increase capacity. Um, so we kind of want to get out there as fast as we can. So will it be exactly where the swarm was at? It's probably not going to be. But I think over time, the next six to nine months, we're going to be in pretty close shape to where they were. Good stuff. Uh, so whose idea, who who realized that, I don't know if they're sitting at a game and they looked at the bench, <laughs> there's a purchase, there's a ham, there's a bacon, there's a more. So how did it come about and who realized what it could become? And it's just taken off. I mean, I don't have to tell you, Brent, it continues uh, to get in front of people's eyeballs. Who was behind it? Yeah, so it's actually really cool. So I actually got tagged in a Twitter post by a fan who caught a screen grab of the ESPN Plus broadcast and tagged me and Iowa Pork. And so I reached out through a couple mutual connections to Iowa Pork. We had a conversation on Monday, and it was uh, their communications team that said, you know, instead of just ham and bacon, why don't we get Miles Purchase and Tyler Moore on there as well? I was like, you guys have just hit a home run. You don't even realize it. Yeah. So uh, a little more effort than you think. I mean, it was we had to go through uh, Iowa State and work with them as we couldn't show the logo. We could only show really the backs of the jerseys, not the fronts because of a uh, the Learfield relationship and everything else. So it was a more of a process to get it done, but I am, I'm overwhelmed with how successful that thing has been. And a lot of credit to Iowa Port for being easy to work with. And the neat thing is, is because it's been so successful, um, they're actually going to send in, uh, in regard, basically an additional donation because they did not expect it to take off this much. So they're going to, they're going to give money to the entire, um, Iowa State collective to help out uh, just because of the attention it's got. So they've been a wonderful partner to work with. That's great. Brent, you've been in this role now for a while. What is proven to be more difficult, maybe, than you initially anticipated when you took on this role? Yeah, I would say, you know, uh, in particular, it's it's the amount of agents that are starting to get involved, mm. uh, particularly on the, ba- on the basketball side. I don't think people realize how dicey that side is right now where – uh, you'll see, you've seen some reports on it, but it's absolutely true. I mean, 80 to 90% of seniors in high school now have agents. That's why. Um, and so, so when you used to talk with the parents or the AAU coach or even shoot the high school coach back in the day, now a lot of times is what's your number? And if you don't meet that number, we're not even going to start talking to you. Um, so NIL is really, Jesus. you know, maybe it was conversation number two or three. Now for a lot of these guys, if you're in the top 100, in the country as a recruit, you have an agent, most likely. And so even getting a visit is becoming more of a challenge unless you're meeting a certain threshold. And so, yeah, it's, it's super complicated. And, and men's basketball as a whole, because you get some big spenders like Creighton, Xavier, Marquette, um, Villanova, they don't have football programs. Right. And so they can pour all that money into basketball. And so it is just really ratchets things up. And it's um, yeah, some of the numbers out there for some players that, 
Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. I'll just leave it that way. Do you do you see numbers of you know what a starting quarterback is going to cost you? Those type of, I mean, is there a uh, a kind of a, a minimum? He could be this much. It could cost you yeah. this much. Is, is there such a thing, Brent? Not really, and that's the problem here. It's, it's all kind of word of mouth. And as somebody once told me, everybody lies. So. You know, it's, it's just no way to know. There's no formality of who's getting what. Now, you have a pretty good idea. Guys, it tracks a lot like the NFL. Um, so your highest value guys are going to be just like those higher-end guys in the mm-hmm. NFL. So quarterbacks, tackles, um, cornerbacks, um, running backs, and, and receivers, depending on who they are, maybe not as valuable. So it just kind of really depends on how what the amounts are and who's have the, who has the most value. But in particular – if you have an upper-level Power 5 quarterback, um, you're spending a lot of money right now. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of – so it's like a good thing and a bad thing. And, again, I'll be honest with you guys. It's like uh, it's great Rocco Beck is having an awesome start to, the, <laughs> yeah. to his career. But it's also like, oh, no, Rocco's having an awesome start yeah. to his career. So, I mean, I know you guys – I know PJ was, was saying all those things. And there's some truth to it. And he, he's PJ Fleck. But there is – it is a deal where it's, it's going to get harder and harder for your early stars as freshmen – to keep them unless you do invest in NIL. Isn't that something? It's a different world. You know, we hear about the Wild Wild West. You mentioned agents and that component that have been added in. The NCAA, have you guys heard much, if anything, from the NCAA side? Hey, we need to no. pull back on this. Anything at all? No, not really. I mean, there's just very little guidance. Now, they have some guidance that the schools and the collectives are, are supposed to adhere by, but then you have schools in the SEC that didn't immediately openly challenge those guidelines and don't adhere to them. So it's like, well, who do you listen to then? If they're not going to enforce their own rules, um, then what do you do? So there really isn't much. Now, I'm, I'm still optimistic at some point an adult will step in either from the NCAA or Congress, but Congress has its own issues right now. So, uh, you know, I thought it would be more regulated by now. It really mm-hmm. isn't. I mean, it's just kind of the same old, same old. And in, particularly in men's basketball, and those high-end guys, your quarterbacks, your tackles, your your defensive backs, um, some of the prices are getting pretty incredible. Defensive tackles is another one. So uh, you can see, you can understand um, looking at Iowa State's roster. Some of our concern when December. Hit. No, absolutely. So that's when it happens, though, Brent. At the end of the season, uh, that um, you know, season's over. I had a good year. Um, I mean, you know, there's other schools calling. I got offered uh, A, B, or C. That's when this ratchets up. That you guys will start to hear. Uh, you know what it's going to cost to keep the roster yep. in place yep. for next year? Jeez. Pretty much. So it's not a coincidence that we're really trying to uh, add to our fundraising here in the next six weeks because we know when that season ends and the portal yeah. opens for the first time, it is going to be a free-for-all. And it's not only for the guys that enter the portal, but then – and I, this really hasn't happened at Iowa State yet, but it's, it's very possible – is you can use your current school as leverage. So you could say, hey, this school is going to offer me this. What do you have for me without even entering the portal? Hmm. Um, and so it's almost you, you can you, – now, you hope you have high-character guys that won't put you in a tough spot like that. Right. But there's no way to know because it's not it's, – it's, it's the NFL without a salary cap right now. And so that's why what I encourage all Iowa State fans and why we might be a little bit heavy right now in the, the promotion of the fundraising, we need to get as much money as we can yeah. in the door by December uh, or else – you know some of those freshmen that have been really decorated for Iowa State. Ben Brommer. Um, they're they're going to be yeah they're going to be targets. They're yes. absolute targets already. Yes. So I mean you're looking at guys like him. You know Dom Orange, um, Jeremiah Cooper, eighty-eight, Mike. I mean, Ike. Yeah. I'll, yep. Exactly. So yeah. just, you know it, there's just no way to know exactly what that number is going to be. And so like I say, the more 
the more the better at this point. It's one thing to have a, a young team that looks as though they got a bunch of young talent. It's another thing to be able to afford them. That's, oh my god! I know it's 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 just that that's the world we're living in. So it's a great it's a great thing, but it's also um, you know that there's 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 additional conversations that will happen because you are young, mm-hmm. and these 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 schools in the SEC they. I mean, guys, some of these schools are dealing with ten, fifteen million dollars in their collections per year. So just think, just do the math. I mean, they they can afford a high level starter uh, to join their team at a big price, and so that's just we're just doing all we can to prevent it. And thankfully, we've dealt with some guys that are currently on the Iowa State team that got significant offers last year that uh, loved Ames, wanted to stay mm-hmm. in Ames, but that's not going to be the case every single time. Nope. So we got to do all we can to to keep those guys happy and. I know it's not the best situation, but if you want Iowa State to be competitive, it's just kind of the thing you have to do. Yeah, who doesn't want a six foot safety who's leading the country in interceptions on their roster next year with two <laughs> years of eligibility? I mean, it's it's just up and down the roster. Brent Bluth, and we will Brent, um, we will help you uh, in your quest. Um, I'll make I'll make that promise. I'm rooting I pre- for you. I appreciate you guys, and people can buy all the Ames logger they want because it certainly helps the cause and those, those young talent staying at Ames. Good stuff. Thank you, Brent. Appreciate it. All right. Cheers, guys. Yep, good to talk to you. Brent Bloom from We Will. Did you have any idea? No. I didn't either. No. The price that it's going to command for some of this young talent, right? What did McNamara get? Any idea? 600K was the number that I had heard. Six, 600K? Mm-hmm. A year? Yeah. Not six figures, six hundred six hundred thousand dollars. Yes, that's the number I heard. I have absolutely no idea if that's true. That seems high, doesn't it? I mean, I guess I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, we can't go to Forbes and find out the list, right? This is all, for the most part. And he had Jalen Rashada, and what was that? The thirteen, fourteen million dollars over four years mm-hmm. from Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes more. Than any quarterback not drafted in the first round. Here's the good news. Caitlin Clark can't afford to go to the WNBA nope. next year. She nope. just can't. No. I mean... Unless okay. endorsements right. increase. She could, yeah. but she's going to cost her money. She's going to have to yes. take a cut and pay. We used to make that joke all the time about college. Mm-hmm. Bro, come on. Yeah. Everyone knows Shaq made all his money in college. Right. Early mackerel. Uh, we'll take a timeout. No, we won't. We'll open up the phone lines. And we'll still take a we'll break. We'll still take a break. Yes, yes. But if you want to play for Claxon's Barbecue, now is your chance. First four of you. We'll give you four questions. You give us four answers. You get the most right. $35 gift certificate from Claxon. Runner-up gets 25 You can't have played uh, in this contest for the last month. If you haven't, now's your chance. 515-284-596. Washersystems.com. You may know Exile Brew. Brewing Company, for Iowa's number one lager, Ruthie. Exile Brewing Company also brings you Swarm Golden Ale, where 20% of the revenue is donated to the Iowa Swarm Collective, helping Iowa student-athletes. And the Swarm Collective compete in today's college environment. 20% of the revenue from sales of Swarm Gold Nail goes back to the Swarm Collective and to Hawkeye student-athletes. Exile Brewing Company. Enjoy 
Man, our equipment is dirty. Well, you need to call Washer Systems of Iowa. Dang, man, I'm freezing. We need some heat in here. Washer Systems of Iowa's got heaters. This floor is a mess. Washer Systems of Iowa is Central Iowa's commercial cleaning equipment experts. Featuring Mighty M pressure washers, factory cat floor scrubbers, and Energy Logic waste oil furnaces. All the equipment that you'll need to keep your equipment clean and your shop nice and warm. Stop by the showroom at 63. 50 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, an exclusive dealer of Mighty M commercial cleaning equipment. Online at something to celebrate. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-SOMETHING-TO-CELEBRATE. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it on KXNO. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Claxon's Barbecue. They're in Altoona. They've been in Altoona for over 25 years serving barbecue. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Online, you can see the menu, the hours. Claxon. BBQ.com, KlaxonBBQ.com. Marvin, Jacob, Kent, and Matt tell you ahead of time that the tiebreaker is Travis Kelsey. Kisses. Uh, no, 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 receiving yeah. arts. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, receiving arts. That's probably a little bit easier to track. <laughs> to track, yeah. Okay. That's in the box score. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, so that's the tiebreaker. That'll be closest without going over. Let's get Marvin first of all. Marvin, welcome to Miller & Condon. Marvin, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fine. Uh, Detroit tonight is a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Green Bay. I'm on Green Bay. Iowa is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite over Michigan State. Iowa. Oklahoma is a big favorite, 20-and-a-half points over Iowa State. Oklahoma. The Cubs and the Brewers will play a three-game series in Milwaukee this weekend. Who wins that three-game series? Brewers. Tiebreaker, Marvin. Closest without going over. Travis Kelsey, total receiving yards, Sunday night football. I'm going to say 40. 40 it is, Marvin. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jacob is next. Hi, Jacob. Jacob, is that you? Going once. Jacob. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, there. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, Detroit, one and a half over Green Bay. Detroit. Iowa, 12 and a half over Michigan State. Iowa. Oklahoma, 20 and a half to Iowa State. Clones. Cubs, Brewers, three game set. Cubs, 2 1. 2 1 for the Cubbies, all right. Uh, Kelsey, total receiving yards closest without going over is the tiebreaker. 88. Thanks, Jacob. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Kent is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Kent. Yes, hello. Uh, Detroit uh, gives a point and a half tonight to Green Bay. 
Uh, Green Bay. Iowa 12 and a half to Michigan State. Iowa. Oklahoma 20 and a half point favorite over Iowa State. Oklahoma. Cubs Brewers three game set in Milwaukee. Who wins? Cubs. Travis Kelsey receiving yards closest without going over. Uh, 68. 68. Thank you, Kent. Appreciate it. And uh, Matt brings it to a close. Hi, Matt. Hello. Uh, Detroit's a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Packers. Detroit. Hawkeyes, 12-and-a-half over Sparty. I guess the Hawks. Oklahoma, 20-and-a-half to Iowa State. Oklahoma. Cubs-Brewers, three-game series. Who will win that? Cubs. And Travis Kelsey, total receiving yards, closest without going over. 41. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Appreciate Claxons. 31-31, 8th Street Southwest. Do you have a feel on this game tonight? I've been back and forth all week long. I was Green Bay initially, then I bounced back. I do not have an official play at this point. I'm sure I'll have something on it by the time. Want to do a little more legwork and the injuries, really on both sides. I mean, yeah. they have stacked up so much in this one. David Montgomery is going to play. Okay. Uh, the whole uh, the left guard and left tackle both out for Green Bay. Uh, Jones going to play, and I think uh, Watson is going to play as well, the receiver from North Dakota State. That'll help. That will, yeah. Stretch out that defense. What a fun game. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, Trent. You've been on it all week I long. Just, the other two teams in the division are dead. Yeah, seemingly. Seemingly so. We will uh, be back tomorrow uh, as from 11 to 1. That's where we reside on KX and Omer. And Andy, they're going to take you from 1 until 3. Of course, the drive with Heather and Sean, 3 until 6. We're Miller and Condon. Weekdays, 11 to 1. Don't forget, Morning Rush tomorrow at 6. See ya. Have a great day on 106.3 KXNO. Oh.